This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast. And remember, we are, as always, you can find us on the Bet Rivers Network. And remember, for all of you wagering these, it's Bet Rivers in New York and New Jersey, Play Sugar House in Connecticut. I hope everybody had a very, very nice Thanksgiving weekend while the Giants took it on the chin in Dallas on Thanksgiving. The Jets culminated the Thanksgiving weekend with a a laugher. There's no other way to put it. A laugher. A 31-10 laugher in a must-win game. Now, I told you early in the week, I didn't think there's any way Fields will play. I told you with that injury, they weren't going to risk it. He's too valuable to them. Uh, they're not going anywhere this year. It would have been crazy for them to send him out there with that shoulder injury. Uh, and I don't know when you'll see him again. If he's not going to be 100% healthy, I don't think you'll see him again. If, he's, if he is feeling much better and doesn't have any, any remnants of pain or an injury, then I think you'll see him again this year. If not, I do not think you'll see him again. So I think they will take uh, very, very careful care of their quarterback. And they remember, they've run to death in the last couple of games. They started calling his number with the Patriot game. It was a smashing success. He's had some huge games on the ground, but he's also taken a beating uh, and will continue to take a beating. But he didn't play today, which meant different things for the Jets. Uh, the Jets, of course, made the change at quarterback and went to white. And you know what? The change worked wonders. The Bears are not a, good, a really good team. But Mike, uh, Mike White today just, hey, he was good. He moved the ball around, 10 different receivers. He made the plays he had to make. He hit some big plays to Wilson. He found the end zone three times. So when you go out there and with the Jet defense, Add in that he goes uh, 22 or 28 for 315 and three touchdowns, hits 10 different receivers, and really does it in a style where he doesn't even have to start uh, think about throwing the ball towards the end zone in the fourth quarter. It was an impressive uh, display for White. The Jet defense, I thought, played a terrible first quarter, and I'm like, wait a second. This defense, you might be apologizing after the game today. With this defense, I mean, uh, they got hit. For 136 yards in the first quarter, they're down 10-7, and you're saying, whoa, wait a second here. This is not the Jets defense. Well, it snapped out of it after that, gave up nothing on the scoreboard again, uh, really controlled things the rest of the way, got a couple of big uh, big plays on defense, and uh, went on to a 31-10 win. It was a game the Jets, if you're thinking about the postseason at all, had to win. This is a must win on the schedule. There was no disputing that. And for the Jets to have a laugher in a must win game, hey, that's something very, very new. And now post Thanksgiving, the Jets 
have a lot to play for. They are right in the mix. They are right in the middle of everything in the AFC. They are right in the playoff picture. As we go to week 13, they will go to Minnesota, which will be very interesting. Uh, They will, you know, uh, really play some very interesting games in the days to come because off Minnesota comes the Bills. In week 14, you know what's coming down the line. Uh, You know, they have a game with the Lions, which is, you know, not a gimme anymore. Ask the Giants. Ask the Bills the other day in a game that was tough. The Lions will give you a fight now. They'll fight you at least. So that's no gimme. They will see the Jaguars, and I'll talk in a minute why that's no gimme down the road. So that's absolutely no gimme. Uh, They will see them. And then they will see the Seahawks in Seattle, which is no gimme. And they will finish up with the Dolphins on the road down in Miami, which clearly is anything but a gimme. So the Jets don't have a lot of easy marks on the schedule. They're seven and four. Again, the magic number. It's a little higher in the AFC than is the NFC to get a wild card. I'm not figuring on winning the division. Not with the Bills in Miami there. Not with a New England team they beat twice. That beat them twice. So I'm not figuring on winning the division. You're thinking on getting a wild card, and to do that, you have to think in terms of 10. You have to think in terms of a minimum of 10. And you know what? Is that something they can do? The answer is a resounding yes. It is something they can do, but it's not going to come against easy competition. They have a lot of tough games to play. They got a lot of tough games to play. They got a lot of games to play uh, away from home. You add all that up, and you know what? It's not going to be easy for them. We know that. Uh, The division is very, very strong. All the play is going to come from the AFC East. It's all going to come from the NFC East as far as the postseason. Same thing with the AFC East, where everybody's over 500, where New England's 6-5, the Jets are 7-4, Buffalo and Miami are 8-3. Okay? And Buffalo has some work to do because they already have a couple of losses in the division. Now, they're still the best team. But you know what? Miami is 8-0 and in games that two are start and finish this year. So they deserve some respect also. And New England is always, always dangerous. We know that. Uh, so we know that uh, that's always the case. They can, you know, they're always going to be in it. They're always going to be in the mix. You know that going in. They're, you know, they're, they're, and they have a big... Big Thursday night encounter in Foxborough with the Bills. So that will say a lot about New England's future this year and their playoff chances this year when they get the Bills this Thursday. You know, both teams coming off the Thanksgiving Day. Bills win early. Pats lose late. Okay. And they play in Foxborough next week. But for the Jets, today... Very good defense after the first quarter. 
shut them out in the second half, get an easy game where you're just pounding the rock in the fourth quarter and playing some defense, get an easy 31 to 10 win. It's nice to have a, a, a laugh for, for a change. The move, if anything, was a home run because the quarterback play ratcheted up by clear, clear margins. I mean, there was no question. Uh, Wilson never played quarterback like White played today. White played with a confidence. He played with a uh, discerning, decision-making eye where everything was where it was supposed to be. His decision-making, his alertness, his accuracy was where it needed to be, and it looked he looked the part. And now he's not playing to hold the fort for somebody. He's not playing to hold it until somebody comes back from an injury or somebody gets healthy. No, this is now he's playing for his dream. He's playing for his career. He's, he's now playing for everything he's told his family and his friends about. If I can just get that opportunity to stick if I can just get that opportunity to prove I can do this. And you know what? Now he has that. He has the chance now to make this his job. That's it. Worrying about where Wilson was drafted is over. This team's not thinking in those terms about the development of anybody They are thinking now about who they are. The defense came quick enough that it changed everything. It had to be addressed. We have to put competency at the quarterback position. The rest of the team demands it. And they've demanded it, and in game one, they stamped it. I understand it was a bad team that didn't have its quarterback and didn't play well. That's fine. Bottom line is, you know what? It's a step in the right direction as they head to Minnesota next week, which will be a challenge, obviously, for their secondary, for their pass rush, for their defense. But their defense can travel and do any and play against anybody. I think it's a defense that ranks with anything in this league right now. And you know what? I'm looking forward to them playing that game. But right now, they are very, very much very, very much in the mix. And when you look at it, Kansas City has a big lead in the West. Everyone there has got a minimum of five losses. Baltimore and Cincy, they are real. Tennessee still has a nice edge. No one else in that division's Near, uh, near 500 yet. So it's Indianapolis. I mean, it's Baltimore and Cincy. And then it's the AFC East to provide the other couple of wild cards, which means the Jets can be right there in the mix if they can win 10 games. That means get three more wins. Now, as far as the games of today that are finished, there's some stuff definitely to talk about. Okay, let's start with the Browns, who now will get Watson. Okay, Watson will be in the mix now. 
but the Browns in the pre-Watson era went out today with a bang, with an overtime victory over uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks, who still will control things in their division, even with the loss, because that's how bad the division is. But the Bucks are now five and six off the overtime loss. Chubb runs one in in overtime, and the Browns win as they are going to get better now with quarterback, and they are dangerous, although they have a lot of games to win. No question about it. A lot of games to win. They still have, you know, a lot of ground to make up. But the Bucks are 5-6 and six still in that division. 5-6 and six is going to leave them still in the position where they're in first place by themselves. So it's there for them to win. They, can, they might win that division at 9-8. and eight. Maybe they will. I think 9-8 and eight would win that division. No one else is going to be 500. Atlanta's not. New Orleans not. Carolina's not. Uh, even though Carolina won today for Donald, it's not going to happen. But good win for the Browns. Tough loss for the Bucks. The more telling game in the AFC today, and one that has uh, more lasting ramifications, is what happened down in Jacksonville. Because it is very telling on a couple of levels. Because the Jaguars a couple of times fell behind and needed scores. First time they got the score in the fourth quarter with six minutes left to cut the the lead down. They got a turnover and took the lead. Okay. Baltimore comes back and scores and leaves two minutes on the clock. And then down the field comes Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. And Trevor Lawrence was sensational today. The Ravens have lost so many games. They're a talented team. They're going to be a playoff team. But they are a team that cannot count on their defense to do anything to get a big stop late in the game. They have blown leads all season long. They blew another lead again today. They had them on third and 21 with a minute and a half left up seven. They can't get a stop. Fourth down play can't get a stop. Another third and long play can't get a stop. Can't get a stop, can't get a sack, can't get a big play, can't get an interception, can't make a big play on defense, and their defense continues to let them down time and time again. Jacksonville scored with 18 seconds left, went for two, hit the play. Trevor Lawrence today, 29 of 37 for three touchdowns, no turnovers, no interceptions. And Jacksonville now is four and seven. They believe in their coach. They are starting very much to believe in their very talented quarterback, who people were silly to give up on if anyone gave up on him. This guy's going to be a big player. And you can see it coming by leaps and bounds. He's got the whole package. Now they're putting pieces around them and get them while they're getting is good because they're going to be, they're going to upset some people. That's why I said, beware of the jets this year. They're going to upset some people this year, just like they did today. They're going to win more games this year. And then next year they are going to be a terror to deal with when they put another good draft together and move in the right direction with this coach 
and this quarterback and this co- coach believes in this quarterback, this quarterback believes in this coach, and they are moving in the right direction right now. And it was more emblematic today of anything else that you saw was that Jacksonville is moving in the right direction. They are a team on the rise with a young quarterback who's starting to believe in himself and his team and his organization. And I'm sorry, the Ravens have talent. They're well coached, but their defense is abominable this year. It has blown so many leads, and they blew another one today. Blew it twice in the fourth quarter. Twice. They blew leads. They were up 19-10. Let them come down to score. Turned the ball over. They got a field goal. They were now down one. They came back, got a touchdown, went for two, led 27-20, and couldn't make that stand in the last two minutes of the game. As Jacksonville came down the length of the field, starting on their own 10-yard line, came down the field, two minutes, no timeouts, down the field, completed one-fourth and one-third and long, a fourth and five, a long third down, and completed all of them. Kept it alive, scored with 18 seconds left, and went on to go for the two-point conversion and won the game. Very, very telling. If you're going to play Jacksonville and the Jets do, beware. And if you're the Ravens, you got to be tired of looking at it this year. How many games have you blown where you had big leads? They can't get a play from their defense no matter what they do. Absolutely no matter what they do can they get a play. And I mean, it's just unbelievable. The Bengals. The Bengals and the Titans are both playoff teams. Bengals won today 20-16. to 16. They are legit. They have some weaknesses, but they are legit. They have playmakers. They have a good, solid coaching staff. And they have a quarterback who is kind of a throwback and goes at it and does a heck of a job for the Bengals in making plays when he has to make plays. So they win today and get to 7-4. and four. They are right there in the mix, as is Tennessee. The Dolphins put up 30 in the first half. Didn't put up any in the second half, but didn't have to. Won 30 to 15. If you bet the Dolphins, it got a little interesting because they were 14.5-point favorites, but they did win by 15 after leading 30 nothing in the first half. The Commanders continue to win games for Ron Rivera. And for, for Heineke, they continue to win games. Beat the Falcons today, 19-13. I mean, game after game. And this plays into the Giants a lot. Because here is Washington now, okay, at 7-5. and 7-5. and five. They have turned their entire season around. They've done it time after time. You got to be impressed by uh, their ability to win these one score games. They aren't impressive doing it, 
but they continue to win. They continue to find a way. I mean, so from that standpoint, you got to be very impressed by them. They still haven't had their bye. They have their bye after next week. They're in action next week against the Giants, Giants Stadium, enormous game. If the Giants are going to get to the playoffs this year, again for them at 7-4, and four, the number is 10. But they play Washington, who is 7-5, twice. Those games are like playoff games. You can't see the Giants getting to the postseason if they don't beat Washington because their other games are really tough. They have a lot of tough games to play. The only easy game on the schedule, if you want to call that, is the Colts, and that doesn't sound like an easy game to me. It's a little scary. Colts can beat you. They're not consistent, but they can beat you. These games against Washington are enormous. I mean, that is going to be, it doesn't get much bigger than that. The Giants have a lot of work to do. They have a lot of work to do in the division, as we know. But if you're thinking about the Giants going to the postseason this year, you have to be considering the fact that they are going to beat Washington, unless you think they're going to beat the Eagles. Now, they got two with the Eagles, and they got two with Washington. They got to find a way to go two and two in those games. So if they, they can lose one to Washington, they turn around and beat the Eagles. But they need to go two and two in those games. And they need 10 wins. And remember, they don't have a tiebreaker with Seattle. Now, Seattle's playing the Raiders today. Raiders usually find a way to crash and burn there. They lead right now as we speak in Seattle, but they're still in the first half, so they have some time left before we see what happens there So, from that standpoint. But remember, Seattle has a tiebreaker. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of teams in the NFC outside of the teams leading the division. Tampa Bay is 5-6. and six. No one else in that division is going to get to 500. Minnesota is 9-2. and two. Nobody else in that division is going to get to 500. So really, it's Seattle. It's Seattle and everybody else in the NFC East, which means if Seattle is going to be there at 10, the Giants have to be better than 10. Because otherwise, but if Seattle's there at 9, Giants have to be 10 because they need a tiebreaker with Seattle. That might be for that last spot. It's Seattle and the NFC East teams. That's it. Because you have the Giants at 7-4, and four, Washington at 7-5, and five, and then Dallas and Philly. So everything like it is out of the AFC East is coming out of the A, even more so is coming out of the NFC East. And that's a huge game for Seattle today. If you're hoping for the Giants to get to the playoffs, you'll be rooting for the Raiders today because you want to put another loss on Seattle if you can. That matters. But Washington has made themselves a factor. And they now have made winning a habit 
They believe in their quarterback. And now they have big games coming up with the Giants that have, will have a lot to say about what happens in the postseason. Panthers beat the Broncos today. The Broncos are just an abominable 3-8. and eight. Okay? Do not be surprised. Do not at all be surprised by anything that happens with the Broncos. The one thing that can't happen, though, is Russell Wilson can't go anywhere because they cannot get out of that contract. But as far as the coaching staff, don't think anything would be unusual because he is on very, very shaky ground. That team has been a huge disappointment at 3-8. and eight. Panthers go to 4-0 and oh today. Donald wasn't pretty, but they got the job done. Foreman ran the ball well, uh, and they beat the Broncos today 23-10. So the Jets get a laugher. Washington wins again. And Jacksonville shows you that they are going to be a pain in the neck down the stretch of the season if you have them on your schedule and the Jets do. And that's going to be a game that's going to be very interesting. Very interesting. It's a Thursday night game right before Christmas. Jaguars at the Jets. 22nd of December. Very big game for the Jets. They're all big, but that one too. And remember, they are going to be very dangerous the rest of the way. Giants, I know people have been talking about them going to get Beckham. Just what happened today, and you can go find the headlines about him and the airlines and stuff like that. Hey, he's just never worth it for me. That's all I got to say. He's just never worth it for me. Giants need the help of more than one guy. If it's anything that ties them up in any way financially, to be nuts to do it. And again, he, he, just to me, is just not worth it. Case closed. We got a lot to do this week. Busy week of stuff coming up. And one thing I want to mention, let's give Harbaugh and Michigan a lot of credit. You know, Harbaugh, I've always thought Harbaugh was a wonderful coach. Did a great job at Stanford. Did a great job in San Francisco. I know he's not the easiest guy to get along with by any stretch. But he had failed for the most part at Michigan early on. He didn't do what they wanted him to do and what they paid him to do. And that was to go there and not only win games, but to find a way to beat Ohio State and get himself thrown in the national picture. They finally did that last year by beating Ohio State and turned around this year and with his main back hurt, did it again. And let me tell you, this time, this time he just absolutely coached the pants off Ohio State. Ohio State was lost all day. I mean, they had a million bad penalties, even got a couple of shaky calls. That pass interference in the end zone was just ridiculous. But you know what? The way they played yesterday, it wasn't even close. But Harbaugh got a great game from his quarterback, 
who made some wonderful plays on play action and then went to the running game in the second half behind that tremendous offensive line and really just kept Ohio State off balance the entire day in what is a huge win. And they should be able to get a win in the final. They should beat Purdue this week to win the Big Ten. Then they get to wait and see who they'll play. They'll play probably either TCU or USC, and whichever one they wind up playing, most likely they wind up playing TCU. I think they'll win, and then they get Georgia in the championship game, and I think they have a shot. And if he can beat Ohio State check, Big Ten title check, get to the championship game and win it and bring Michigan a title, well, then he has paid off in every way possible. And there are no more critics. Now they just hope they keep him because he's got things rolling now, finally, in Ann Arbor, the way he's wanted to get it rolling. He got it rolling his way. It took him a long time. It took him longer than anybody expected. But he's got it rolling now. And back-to-back wins against Ohio State has to feel very, very good for Harbour and company in Ann Arbor. No questions about it. And they, they played him, outplayed him every which way on Saturday. Just, just outplayed him every way you possibly could. We'll see you down the line. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan. And you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.